Dude, the way that shit fucking rings throughout my apartment. Yeah, dude. Sounds so good. Sounds so good. Can we run it back one more time? Let's go. Let's go. We're like Kanye and Jay-Z on Watch the Throne Tour. Let's just run it back again. That <laughs> <laughs> goes wild. The worst thing we could ever have was this soundboard. But yeah, dude. it saved us in the last episode. It did. So it's all good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Breadheads, welcome to part two of We Ain't Here, but our voices are you know what i mean we're not really recording right now the ever brown series continues that's right that's second period i gotta tell you eric i uh i'm really excited for this trip to europe that i'm doing and the reason why we're pre-recording you know Mm -hmm. um uh my hotel in amsterdam is going to be really interesting i wanted to tell you about it because of a certain novelty associated with it and i i need your help understanding whether or not I'm walking into a trap or not. Is this why it takes you days to find a hotel? Because you need to find some kind of like story to attach yourself to? Yeah, I don't have a strong <laughs> enough identity myself. I need to rely on the identities of other people and places to give my life meaning. Ghosts and such. Exactly. Kids, <laughs> kids see ghosts. But I, uh, okay, so I got this old canal house hotel mm. in the middle of Amsterdam. It's like far enough from the red light district that. Right. Hit me. Is it on the water? Is it a boat? It's not on a boat. I did look at a few boat that options. Would be sick. Yeah, because those that's a good narrative too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, boathouse. No, it's not like that. It's but it is like I mean, like there's every road has water next to it. I don't know why Venice is so popular when Amsterdam <laughs> has like literally the exact same thing. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. How did Amsterdam get its canals? Like, were they dug up because uh, Venice? was just water before and then they built on top of water right maybe that's why it's just so interesting that is more of an achievement especially at uh that age of civilization whereas (laughs) i think venice they did it the inverse i think they dug moats you mean amsterdam amsterdam sorry yes they dug moats okay interesting that's how a lot of places moved things back in the day right they would just dig like a canal and then push like a barge full of like wood or like material or basically in the in this case um they were trying to uh they the amstel river which is enters in from the ocean they built uh, a, a dam across it and they called it the amstel dam oh and then they're like well that's just the town now Am- oh so it's all based around a dam it is and then they just dug a other bunch of other kind of like moats and shit in order do to think, uh, do you think anyone living there gives a damn i don't think they give a damn that's why they're <laughs> eating space cakes and going to the museum mm-hmm. <laughs> riding their bikes fascinating okay so tell me more about this hotel that you procured okay so this hotel was interesting to me because one location was uh ideal for a first time amsterdammer i it's close. an amsterdamsel an amsterdamsel i will be <laughs> in distress uh i like i said close to the red light district but not in it we're like maybe 500 meters away so we can walk in there if we want and do the tourist thing or we have easy access to the outer reaches the jordan neighborhood the kind of like the parks mm-hmm. that like your normal amsterdam local is going to be dwelling in mm-hmm. which is probably more the scene nice. but uh it's good to have options so we're bike friendly bike friendly of course um cycling through that city with my woes uh <laughs> this this hotel is like 16 rooms uh really old canal house that's been converted into a hotel but they advertise it as like old world charm but modern technology and i didn't really know what they meant until mm-hmm. i booked it plumbing 
it, it was plumbing was one of the things. Yeah, they got, they got plumbing. <laughs> they got that. Yeah, I don't have to like shit out the window. But <laughs> uh, actually, I read this thing about uh, do's and don'ts of traveling to Amsterdam, and like one of the few don'ts was like, please don't piss in the canal. So, oh, uh, like we really hate when tourists do that. <laughs> I've actually, um, I watched a whole video about this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious if you've seen it because we we like random YouTube. We, we follow the same YouTube docu series. Yeah, no, um, I haven't. Do you know why that is? Why do people pee in the canals? Or why they why, why the city does not want that? Besides the obvious reason for it being disgusting. I thought that was literally it. It was just cringe. Well, people would be like pissed drunk, mm-hmm. no pun intended, mm-hmm. and they would fall into the river and like drown. Damn. And that's... so that's why Amsterdam, I think out of all the cities in Europe, has the most like public toilets that are just like out in the street. Mm-hmm. And like... It's just like a marvel of design because they like disappear when it's like daytime. Like they go into the ground and they come right. out during the night when people are like wanting to piss in the canals. Right. The bar is open and the toilet's just like mm-hmm. erect out of the ground like the weekend at a concert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I thought that was interesting because like imagine your city has that problem. It's like what a problem to have. It's like people are getting drunk and falling through the canals. It's pretty funny. I wish we had canals in our city for people to fall into. Mm-hmm difference between venice and amsterdam no one in venice is out at night no like if you want to see venice and it's when it's quiet go ahead just go at night there's nobody around it's amazing do you think it's because they're all worried about falling in the canals i think it's because everything's closed mm. and everyone who goes there has like a child with them right <laughs> it's right. like a family friendly tourist spot there's not really a party scene there blah, blah. don't like that blah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I uh, signed a petition to keep the bars open later in Venice. Nice. You're doing God's work. <laughs> I donated you. as well. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. Okay, so My the mo- modern technologies in this canal room house are, mm-hmm. yes, one, toilets. Two, uh, they've just kind of redone the rooms to have like nice lighting and like a rug. And three and the most. Th- the <laughs> a third, rug. A rug. The three most, uh, the most technology interesting thing that I learned about after I booked it was that I will be greeted by the front desk staff who happen to be holograms. No. Yeah. They're going to be holograms, Eric. What does that even mean? Dude, COVID regulations have gone too far. Dude, you think hotel staff are now remote workers? Like, it's (laughs) going to be a real person, they said. It's a real human that lives in Amsterdam. They're just not there. They're hologramming in. What? <laughs> so hold on, they're hologramming. They're in. hologramming it, dude. You gotta hop in the Zoom hologram call right now and check check these plebs in. You have to film this. I I have no clue how this would work. Like, does someone get like a two K NBA two K body scan and then like uploads it to something, or are they like acting out the movements with like the PlayStation fucking? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, they accidentally let their hand enter the frame and you can see the Wii remote. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what's going on here? How are they doing that? I don't know. I don't know what to expect, how pixelated it will be, mm-hmm. whether or not it will be like a Star Wars or like Tupac, mm-hmm. Coachella. You should try to hand them your passport. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, my bad. <laughs> it just goes through that. <laughs> Dude. Has anyone ever touched a sandwich artist? What do you think they're all? They could Fuck. all be holograms at this point, you know. Fuck, dude, you're absolutely right. The bread, they don't exist. The, the 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 sandwich tastes like air, anyways. Like, wow, 
Do you think housekeeping is a hologram as well? Like they're just going to pretend to clean the room? Mm-hmm, probably. <laughs> I'm actually a little worried about that. I'm like, if there's no front desk, why would they have a maid on site? Like, yeah. My brother in Christ, you booked an Airbnb. Shit. <laughs> you have to clean. <laughs> <laughs> no, they probably got some sort of like new Dyson technology that they just like zap the whole room. You know, mm. just get zapped when you leave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything's just zapped back into place. A Roomba, maybe. Toast it. Yeah. Interesting, dude. Uh, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if I like this. I don't know either. Because I, I love the serve the white glove service that comes with hotelier. <laughs> hotelier. Mm-hmm. Hotelier. Um, that should be a verb for the act of visiting hotels as a hobby. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, damn, dude. That kind of. Uh, this could make or break your hotel stay. Mm-hmm. What what if it sucks? Are you gonna? How long are you staying there? Uh, just a couple nights. So is that the entire time you're in Amsterdam? It is, unfortunately. Okay. Interesting. So I, I I don't I'm not worried if it's gonna be bad. I just will spend less time at the the homestead. I'll just spend more time roaming the canal lined streets and mm-hmm. dipping into both coffee shops and cafes. Mm-hmm. 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 You could probably sleep under a bridge. I'm sure that's common there. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> very common. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, okay, that sounds fun. Um, this will be a novel experience for you. Mm-hmm. You should document everything. I will. I will. And yeah, keep us updated. I'm sure you'll like have to share it at some point on oh. your Snap Story, you know? Yeah, dude. Po- <laughs> both Snap Story and post. Post Euro episode, it will be the first thing we discuss. We get to the bottom of the hologram and check in. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I don't know how they're going to issue me a key, <laughs> like a room key. They'll probably just give you the password to your room. Right. So they're going to like, the hologram's going to like lean in and whisper it to me. <laughs> like, this is. Yeah. I mean, a bit dicey, don't you think? Yeah. These like smart hotels, the only smart thing that's happening here is the people working there have to do less work mm-hmm. that's the only the business model is pretty smart <laughs> yeah exactly you're just optimizing the business but you're you're not making me smarter or like making me feel like i'm doing something smarter yeah it's just i have to do more work i have to remember my room code instead of tapping a card on the wall right i know i like dumb keys not these smart locks exactly and this is the thing eric is that the modern luxury of society is human service because human service cannot be automated uh, well it can be but then you don't have human service anymore it's mm-hmm. it's it ceases to exist the minute it's automated and therefore like if you think about like going to a hotel and you have like five butlers just standing outside your door at any given time for any type of necessity mm-hmm. that's luxury you know it's like having that availability and that um army of thing people to use you know that's mm-hmm. power mm-hmm. and I feel like the world's shifting into a self-service kind of direction where that is less and less common. So that becomes more and more of a luxury to have that type of amenity. And this is why Subway will be the last standing fast food chain because <laughs> every other fast food chain is desperately attempting to automate. Did you see that McDonald's in Texas? It was like fully automatic McDonald's. There's no employee working there. You order and then a machine builds your food and then it sends it on a conveyor belt to the drive through window. Oh, wow. Yeah. Zero people work there. Crazy. I don't know how they clean the bathrooms. Zap it, probably. <laughs> uh, you're probably not allowed inside. Probably not, yeah. It's like a pickup window only. Mm-hmm. That's actually pretty crazy. Um, but that just makes like human interaction more valuable. Exactly. More of a luxury. Exactly. So like places that are willing to actually cook the food, in this case, mm-hmm. will be more expensive. Mm-hmm. Again creating a bigger wealth gap and 
harming the health of our unhoused mm-hmm. you know what i mean 100 percent. it's gonna be harder and harder for them to have a cooked meal they'll have to just eat pringles or mm-hmm. um and snickers gummy bars, bears. Gummy yeah. bears. <laughs> a free donut from the gas station yeah dude. <laughs> so why i think that <laughs> why i think that this is um advantageous for uh subway era is because okay. subway is different than other restaurants in the sense that it's omakase style you know Mm-hmm. They're making that shit right in front of you to order. Mm-hmm. And if you replace that Subway sandwich artist with a like, like, what is it? Tesla robot thing. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't have the same type of, well, actually that would be pretty cool. I, I would go to that for the novelty, but I think long-term like having the humans there mm-hmm. could be their competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. They're really just butlers. I mean, yeah, dude, I don't know. I can also see Subway going down the route of automating as well because it could be like novel enough where i'm not simply being like i'm using like a vending machine where a burger just comes out (laughs) like i'm still gonna be interacting with the robot (laughs) you know what i mean like imagine you're at subway there's like instead of a sneeze guard it's just a touch screen and then you just point at the, when you point, you're going to point anyway at mm-hmm. the lettuce. You just touch the, the glass <laughs> and it registers your click. Boom. Robot arm comes in, grabs like a handful, mm-hmm. puts it on your sandwich. And then that's like, it. Like I mean, it, it can also be automated, you know? Dude, but, you're describing it like an aspirational situation. What's actually going to happen is you're going to be like, tomatoes, please. The the claw game is gonna reach down to the bucket, <laughs> remove nothing, and then put zero tomatoes on your mm-hmm. sandwich. And then you're gonna be like, uh, "Tomatoes, please!" And then you'll do the same old song and dance until yeah. you give up and move on to the cucumbers. It'll do the thing where it like grabs a tomato, but then it drops all of them on the way up, <laughs> yeah. and then it'll like pretend to put on your sandwich, mm-hmm. and then you'll ask for more, and it'll be like, "That'll be fifty cents." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it'll just like fuck. keep fucking you over, and your, your sandwich is gonna be like thirty dollars by the time you get. The right amount of tomato on there yeah dude or even worse you're trying to get some pickles and there's a tomato over top of the pickles oh, so no. you can't even get into them it just keeps pulling the tomato <laughs> <laughs> so the whole thing is they'll have to restructure the bucket system is what's mm-hmm. going to happen i think like gravity that right now they'd be working against gravity in this model that we're describing but i think that's more of a scrape model and scraping down would work mm. better. Like scrape it out of the mm-hmm. bucket into the sandwich. Yeah. Kind of like, like the drink fountain. It'll just be like, press the button for lettuce. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Just like green, like black olives are just like pouring out. That'd be so sick. <laughs> That's kind of how the bulk section at the grocery store. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Holy Damn. shit. I just remember being a kid and like walking through the bulk section and wanting to press the lever so bad. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I just want to see all this like frosted flakes like fly out of here. Yeah, dude, let it spray, right? Let it spray. I want wow. that too. It'd be so cool. Yeah, dude. Um, I don't know if I want a future where everything's automated. We're already antisocial as it is, mm. which is ironic because all we do is spend our time on social media. Mm-hmm. But dude, what happens if like we came and interact with a sandwich artist? Like what is that? What is that going to? What's that going to say about our society? You know what I mean? If yeah, we're, if we're not even ordering our sandwich in person, what is that? Like what? What are we doing then in in reality? That's with another human. It's like by that point, it's like we're never going to go to work again. You know what I mean? <laughs> barely employed. We're, we're barely working now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. Like this is a an, a, a tale as old as technology. Yeah, yeah. Will technology tear us apart or bring us together? And in many ways, it does bring us together, Eric, because if technology didn't exist, 
podcasting wouldn't exist, if podcast didn't exist, you and I wouldn't be talking face to face in this room right now. Mm-hmm. So riddle me that, Eric. Well, do you want to know my backup plan for if this three-part evergreen series never happened? I had a backup plan in my head. Were you going to go mono? Worse. No. AI. No. <laughs> You're going to talk to an AI version of me? Well, at that point, I might as well retire as well and then just have two AIs going at it. That's a good point, dude. If you're And then, like, if you're going to be live talking to a robot, you might as well talk to someone more interesting than your That should co-host. be illegal. You shouldn't be allowed to interact with AI. AI should only be able to exist. You yeah. Know? It's like Bumble. AI is allowed to reach out to you. You're <laughs> not allowed to talk to AI. <laughs> Shh. Don't talk, don't talk to the AI. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Why don't you talk to, like, Obama or, like, something? You know? Why are you talking to Ty? Because I, I got more audio of you to Fair upload. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got more data points for the AI to generate, like, funny takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obama yeah. will just be like, uh, come and suck my dick, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's well, such an Obama thing. Such an Obama thing. is like, yo, you got a lighter for, mm. for my crack pipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we need to heal the nation. Something like that. What, what's his, like, um, what does he usually do? What does he usually say at the beginning of his speeches? He's like, um, Michelle, know, something like that. Michelle, yeah. He's like, what bread? Um, what bread? Ladies and gentlemen, what bread? Dude, I want to hear Obama say that. That was a really good imitation. Thank you. Should you got to do the like, subtle point. Because yeah. politicians don't point with their finger, they point with their thumb. That's so crazy. I never that realized weird? that till right now. Is yeah, that yeah. like the respectful point? I think, I think, yeah, like pointing with your finger is too aggressive. Yeah, it is. It's, it's kind, kind of like a little gun, you know? Yeah, dude. You, it's a very uh, uh, accusatory. Mm. But with the thumb, that's more like I'm handing you the mic. Wow. Holy, I feel like I'm holding a mic when I point my thumb at you. Breadheads, lift your dominant <laughs> hand in the air right now and point a thumb at something in the room. I know there's no other people with you. So maybe a plant or a, a mm. sculpture. Mm-hmm. A cause doll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cause doll. Our <laughs> breadheads feels, can't afford those. That's true. It feels like a microphone, which is so crazy. Body mm-hmm. language is everything. Body language really is everything. Like, I don't feel threatened at you, by you at all right Dude, now. Dude, what if I point two thumbs? <laughs> looks like you're holding, like, uh, like a horsey, like, yeah. chain or whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, we talked a bit about holograms. Uh, holograms were uh, first dropped at Coachella. Do you remember? Tupac? Where, do you remember where you were when the Tupac Coachella, uh, Coachella hologram What dropped? year was that? I don't remember. I don't know where I was. We have, we have to look it up. Yeah, let's look that up. Because um, I didn't even realize I was at Coachella, so it must have been a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I think it was like 2012 would be my guess if I had to peg it. It, it, you're exactly right, which Am makes I actually, you believe you're looking at it. I'm literally, I'm looking at my home screen. <laughs> okay, yeah. 2012 is absolutely correct. Week two, un- unfortunately. Oh, that sucks for the uh, Revolve tent. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely does. Like, all the girlies missed it. That's okay, um, they probably don't know who Tupac is. Um, yeah, it's all good. The Revolve okay. girlies are listening to, like, who was even, like, popping in 2012 for, like, the Revolve crowd? I don't know, like, Tegan and Sarah, who's... I don't even know who that is. Yeah, maybe not. 2012. LMFAO. That was like, yeah, LMFAO era. Maybe like Black Lady, IPs. Lady Gaga was just starting to go downhill at that point. So she's probably like third row in the festival lineup. Yeah, 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 yeah. When did graduation come out? 08? Yeah. 
2012 would have been like between my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and Jesus that gap year. Kind <laughs> of took a gap year. <laughs> yeah, Jesus was 2013. I yeah. think. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so what came out during Jesus? Uh, for me, it was just Jesus. I know. Out, I'm you know blacking I mean? out after that was the only album that mattered for like <laughs> a two year window until Blonde came out. <laughs> yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, so holograms. Yeah. So I brought this up because <laughs> I actually wanted to pivot to Coachella as the topic oh, wow. because I was, I have an opportunity to potentially hit Coachella 2024. Oh, uh, if, if it, it's going to like, just like time out, I might be in Los <laughs> Angeles at that time for a birthday. <clears throat> so it's really funny, but they haven't released the lineup yet. And they don't typically release the lineup until the new year. So right. I thought, how can, what is the best way for me to figure out what the lineup could possibly be? So I started Googling it and all the predictions are like <clears throat> from May of this last year. I'm like, that's too far out. I need to know like right now what the best chances of a lineup are. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, what if I used the internet's wealth of knowledge to generate a lineup in chat GPT? So threw a couple prompts in, it wouldn't give me a lineup because mm. the AI software says, I'm not supposed to predict things because that would be against my principles, which mm-hmm. is kind of weird, right? But that means you can probably create a way to like do a loophole and like weave your way around that. That um... is literally what I did. Okay. I, th- I think the prompt I specifically used was... If you had to. <laughs> yeah, if you had to, is like... Well, uh... What did you say? I'm actually curious. How did you get around that blocker? Right. So I kept saying like, who do you think will headline? What musicians are most likely to headline? And the prompt that worked was... Create a, an imaginary but realistic music musician lineup for Coachella for mm. 2024. Mm-hmm. And then they gave me one. And I think it's actually pretty accurate. So I'm going to hold ChatGPT accountable to this. And we will check this in episode probably 330 <laughs> and see if it's correct come April. Okay, great. So they, they announced it a few months before. Or is it a month before? They usually Oh, they usually announce this it in it like even? February. It's in April. It's in April. Okay. Yeah. yeah um it's when summer starts <laughs> it is when summer starts yeah. coachella is the it was the indicator for when covid was over mm-hmm. and also when summer begins um fuck a solstice we looking for the coachella lineup exactly so what about coachella is appealing to you I, I must ask other than the um kind of like cultural dialogue associated with it literally nothing and the lineup that it generated doesn't even make me want to go so oh, i probably okay. won't so even what go was on the lineup? Well, this is the thing. It's like, I think this is going to probably an accurate depiction of 2024 Coachella. Friday night headliner. Actually, I don't know if they got the dates. Yeah, maybe. Kendrick Lamar. Maybe. Uh, you don't think I don't so? Think I so. think he would headline, though, this year. That makes sense. He was on tour. He did Oshega. He's headlined a few other shows. Really? When yeah. the album came out like two years ago? Oh, it's been like eight months since his last album. Oh, the Big Steppers or whatever. Big Steppers, yeah. When so, did that come out? And I think it would be a big step for him to headline. Uh, hang on. Let's see here. Um, while you're pulling that up, I'll discuss a uh, second line of the week. Oh, I had ChatGPT. It came out last year. Oh, so we're only a year and a half. May 2022. It's been like, like almost two years. You think that's too long for a Coachella ha- headliner? I think that's just it's, right. It's too long. It's, uh, dude, by the time Coachella was around, it'll be more than two years since his last album. And he's already not a guy who like generates like he's not a guy who like performs to the point where people are like hyped to see it. Yeah, that's where it's fair. like you know what I mean. It's like the the fans will go and mm-hmm. they'll like go crazy, but 
I don't think it's general enough for like a lot right. of people to go. It's not going to draw crowds. Yeah, I get like Frank that. Ocean will. You know what I mean? Even though he's seven years due overdue for his last album. Yeah, no, that's that crazy. Makes, that makes like sense. we we only gave Kendrick two years. And we're like, oh, there's no way. Mm-hmm. But how long has it been since Frank's? 2016 was when Blonde came out. Seven years later, exactly. Seven then. years later, and we, were, and we were all going crazy for it. Yeah, we're all like, about time, bro. So you make a really good point. It's probably overdue, but that's why he's Friday night's headliner. Not Sundays. Sunday's the big one, right? Sunday's the big one. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Okay, but let's keep going. Yeah. So Kendrick, uh, set. I had ChatGPT format it like a movie poster as well. Okay. So your second line is Tim and Paula, Billie Eilish, and Hein. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> spot on. I think so too. Saturday night, your headliner, Arctic Monkeys. Oh. I actually could see this happening because they they just performed. they're touring right now, so they're warmed up. They're ready to go. Yeah. They got new music in the works. Yeah. There's always a classic rock band, and Arctic Monkeys is classic rock band era now. They're kind of like Blink-182 of last year. Mm. It's crazy. It's called Blink-182 classic rock. It's <laughs> so funny. It's um, kind of funny. But yeah, Arctic Monkeys is kind of in that same realm. Like, if you like classic rock, you probably like this. Mm-hmm. And they're alive. <laughs> so yeah, totally. that works. <laughs> I can see that working, too. Yeah. Uh, your second line is Lizzo Disclosure and Tyler the Creator. Oh, fuck. A little fashion. dicey. That's actually Lizzo for sure. Yeah, you think she'll make her comeback season at Coachella? Oh, actually, yeah, she had her fucking controversy. So totally. Oh, so good, good, good point. Good so point, second line could go to if she gets uh, canceled again um, from ChatGPT. Second line could go to Doja Cat or SZA, which are both believable acts too. Both because probably. if you're signing Kendrick, you're signing SZA to like Top Dog got their fingers all over this festival <laughs> lineup. They should probably. If they were smart, they would put SZA way higher. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, she's making she's making uh, big steppers with <laughs> Drizzy collab. Mm-hmm. Okay, final night. I think this is a bit of a cop out from Chat Chat GPT. This is now weekend two. No, this is Sunday weekend one, but it's the same lineup both weekends. Sunday week. You said Friday night. Uh, Friday night headliner was Kendrick. Saturday headliner was Arctic Monkeys. Okay, so now we're Sunday. We're Sunday headliner. So it's the big big yep. dogs only. And like I said, I think this is a cop out, but they said the headliner would be. Rihanna coming off Super Bowl this year. It makes sense that they try to get her again. But mm. so it it checks out, but it's not the answer I wanted. It seems unrealistic. I feel like Coachella is more tapped into like what's hot at the moment mm-hmm. versus like just great artists that are alive. You know what I mean? <laughs> great living artists. Yeah, it's more like it's like, yeah, she should be a headliner if she were to go, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't they probably would ask her, but they I don't think it's like gonna happen i don't know you, know you don't think so yeah that's what i thought too i was like hi this feels like both completely realistic and unrealistic at the same time line two we got travis scott flume and vampire weekend i don't think travis would go for line two i think he'd only go for headlining at this point mm, yeah i think so that. too um tizo touchdown not mentioned <laughs> any other names um I mean, like, who cares about, like, the bottom half of the Literally, poster? yeah. I've just, the, the, right? It's it like a matter. C&I test, you know? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I don't need to know about the 1.30 p.m. slot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter. All respect to the upcoming DJs. <laughs> I'm not even know. on the festival grounds yet. Like, Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm um, back in Josh and treating lunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Who else is hot right now? Drake? Drake, well, this is Drake thing. never like, does Coachella. He doesn't does do he? Coachella, and I could see him closing out Sunday night, but they wouldn't put Drake and Kendrick, two hip-hop male artists, on two nights. I feel like they like a little bit more uh, diversity on their headliners. 
Yeah, you're right. I usually go one pop, one hip hop, one classic rock. And by classic rock, I mean rock from 2000, 2010. Mm-hmm. What about Morgan Wallen? Morgan Wallen would be crazy. That's think, a deep cut. That makes a lot of sense. Let's see who we got here on the Apple Music browse page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is really probably a better guess. It's like what's hot right now. Like, is a, like Ed Sheeran making the cut? He's a pop megastar. Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan, of course. Olivia should, Rodrigo. Dude, Casey Musgraves let, made line four of Sunday. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Every time I look at like uh, any like hits list or like the top songs right now, he's up there. So Yo, what's up with this dude? I don't know. Definitely not Taylor Swift. No, Swift's. she's I think performing in Tokyo that week. Um, Dua Lipa could make the cut. She's big enough. Also, you know what? Well-packed. Is there a point where you get too big for Coachella? Yes. Like that's I think what Drake kind of is. Drake. Um, Taylor Swift is too big for Coachella right now. She wouldn't waste her time. Because people would go insane. Yeah. Like it's like it would create too much hysteria. It would actually ruin Coachella, I think. Yeah. It would be too uh like skewed, you know? Yeah. What about Nicki Minaj? Her uh, predator husband can do bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants that. I could all oh, last one. Oh, Ice Spice. Ice Spice would be <laughs> I could see okay, for the pop act. Yeah. InSync has been hinting at a reunion. I can oh, see yeah. InSync making Coachella their debut back to society. That's kind of wild. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. To, I don't know enough about that lore to comment. Um, what else we got? I think Doja Cat would be a, a solid one. I can see that too, but she hates her fans. So who's going to go see her? I guess her fans don't hate her. <laughs> it's a pretty one-sided relationship. Yeah, it is. But I think, um, but like Frank Ocean hates his fans, and known that he was always picked. That's true. You don't want your artist to be too accessible. Facts. Okay, hold this thought for one second. So the real question is, Ty, when is Think Fresh going to headline Coachella? Oh yeah, we're totally <laughs> podcasters are making the rounds at Coachella now. So. Absolutely, we got podcasters we making more than a lot of music acts on Spotify. You know, mm-hmm. Joe Rogan making hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. When yeah, we get exactly. the Joe Rogan experience on Friday night, you know? Dude, like imagine like 100,000 people gathering together to watch Joe Rogan just like shoot the shit live. Yeah, dude. I want to see Joe Rogan like make his guests like tap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like live on stage. Live like that would be stage. nice. Damn. Yeah. This is a totally different type of festival that you're thinking of. Probably, but there's yeah. no reason that we, rolling loud. Yeah, podcasting is the real virus, and I think Coachella should be in fact. <laughs> Damn, dude, there's a, there's gonna be a virus going around Coachella. Mm-hmm. Let's make it the podcast virus the and podcast not virus. something else. Yeah, you know? totally. That's the only only virus that matters, and the only virus that's real. That's right. <laughs> All right, King. We should uh, call this episode. We got bigger things to do. Bigger fish to fry. Mm-hmm. Mixed fish to fry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, some Sicilian fish to fry. Absolutely. See you at Elio Volpe. Ciao. Ciao.